0: Gabby, July 22nd. I didn't know how it could have happened. I had wasted another day, utterly and completely. When I woke up this morning, I had so many plans for the day, but none of them had been accomplished. I would probably be able to accomplish them in a flurry on another day, perhaps, a day I hadn't set aside for anything special. Things usually worked out that way. And so, instead of doing what I needed to accomplish that day, what had I done? I had watched television read the newspaper, read my book, played computer games, spent a lot of time making meals, putting off making phone calls, putting off writing important letters, putting off all and everything. By evening, I was so utterly bored and restless that I jumped into the car and set off for a long ride around the city looking for something, yet also looking for nothing. In moments of utter repose and tranquility, the most surreal incidents are bound to happen. I was stopped at a traffic signal waiting for the light to change. Some drunk guy got into the car, told me to go to such and such an address. He must have thought I was a cubby. I didn't say anything, I just set off and drove. I didn't pay much attention to the place that he had said that he wanted me to drive him to though, and just continued on my natural course. I passed the casinos, the parlors, the piazzas with all the hookers. I passed the theaters and cinemas. I crossed the river on a bridge, then came back over on another. I looked into my rearview mirror. It seemed that my passenger had fallen asleep. I felt like I was in a movie, somehow. There was the cinematographer. There was the director of photography. There was the director of lighting. The extras. The gaffer. The best boy. How queer we all are in this world of unusual procreation and inbreeding. Newly evolved diseases and viruses. How polluted we all are! Pollution is what defines us from the moment we are born and cough our first cough until we wheeze our last wheeze. (laughs) In the back, I heard someone stirring. I had momentarily forgotten my passenger. must have fallen asleep. Cabby, do you have any aspirin? Call me Sal, I said making up a Cabby's name. Nah, I don't. Got a headache? (sighs) Yeah, I guess you could say that. Maybe this will do the trick. He reached into a pocket and pulled out a gun and put it to his temple. Oh no, don't! I screamed. Not in my car! What? Not in your car? Pull over then! He yelled. Uh, where... where was it you said you wanted to go? I asked suddenly, desperately. Where are we? I told you to go to... to go to to go to Louise Street, South District. What's wrong with you? I should use this gun on you before I use it on myself. There'd be enough time before we crashed for me to pull the trigger twice. I've got more than two bullets left. How far are we from Louise Street anyway? Not, not too far, I said nervously. I started thinking about finding a police station somewhere along the road. The guy was drunk enough that I could drop him off across the road from one, park the car, get a cop, and catch up to him and have the cop hit him over the head. This was how my mind was working on this strange evening. What else could I do? Parking next to a cop car wouldn't be subtle enough. Wait, where are you going? We just passed Louise Street. Stop the car. I'll get out here. I wasn't sure what to do, but then I remembered that the guy had a gun, and I didn't. I pulled over, and he opened the door and got out. How much I owe you? He asked, teetering onto the sidewalk. Nothing, I said. It's on the house. Can't do that, I'm afraid. I work for the unions and it would be unethical. I'll be reimbursed anyway. It's no big deal. I need a receipt though. Really? Don't worry about it. I'm not a cabbie. Not a cabbie? If I don't pay you, I could get in a lot of trouble. He seemed confused. Oh, fuck it. Just take this. He handed me his wallet. No, no, I don't want this. I heard a click. He was pointing his gun at me again, cocked. Okay, okay. I open his wallet and pull out a piece of paper. Here's your receipt. This had to be good enough for him. Or I was buying myself a bullet. My foot was ready to hit the gas as hard as possible. The guy uncocked the gun put it back in his pocket, put his hat back on his head, and smiled. He walked away from the car, and I turned around to watch him leave. I waited there for a while, just trying to figure out what was happening. From behind me, I heard him yelling out, Louise! Windows were opening on the street above. As I pulled away from the curb, I heard shots ring out. Without stopping or looking back, I ran all the lights home, ran upstairs, and wrote down everything that had happened.